This is Phil from the future. I do not want to plug in my microphone and record this again, but you know the gist by now. Spoilers ahead. We reveal all the sexy extraction secrets. Hit it, Johnny. Welcome to Twofold Podcast. My name is Jake Dragish, and with me is Phil Dragish and Timo Myerski. Welcome. <gasps> I'm here. Hello. Welcome. I mean, what? <laughs> so, welcome, <laughs> listeners. We're glad to have welcome you Welcome once again, one and all. I am here as well. Me. Philip the You're Philip the First. So to go straight into first, business. Dick of the First. And I'm Tim the First as well. <laughs> the first I, of I, am in fact, I am in fact thirsty, which is why I have this drink with me, and it is a vitamin drink full of vitamins. <sighs> vitamin boy. So to get straight into business, I today um searched on netflix ben affleck and then then what came up on the on the search results was triple frontier and then i went Uh, wait a second we watched this already i'm not looking oh yes we did i'm looking for chris hemsworth (laughs) so i typed in chris hem enter and he came he just appeared. I just appeared okay. right and, in front uh, of you. That was the movie. In fact, right there. It, that's, that's interesting that you mentioned that because and I the was movie's called already then came Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting because like I did make a complete like uh, co- uh, like combination of uh, mm-hmm. Triple Frontier and this like that. Me too. That felt very similar. It's the same universe. I think they're gonna meet up as Avengers. That oh man, that'd be possible. awesome. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> we're thinking. Speaking of, then came. Dude, we can play a song this episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, for dude. everybody who doesn't know, everybody who's new to the podcast, in case you came from the YouTube channel, that one that I have with the dubs. Oh yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new, welcome. Yes, um, Jake and wait, what was I gonna say? No, we can play. Yeah, that later. They, no, you guys we'll, have we'll, we'll you guys have later. music. We'll you guys later. are musicians. Mm. No, it's okay. We'll do we'll, that later. There's we'll no time. That. We're talking All about right. we're talking about our movie of the week. Hey, Johnny, right. Johnny, Johnny, <gasps> play the theme. There he was, Johnny. Ah, very good. I was afraid he was on a smoke break. So yeah, uh-huh, he's again, on a smoke of course. Break. Every he, he always he's always on a smoke break when we need him. <laughs> exactly it's like it's like we're gonna go record and we're like okay we're recording in five minutes and he goes and have a spot what's 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 wrong with yeah, Johnny? sometimes two three um yeah it's just oh johnny it's extraction extraction is the what new, up boys so it's quarantine world still more or less yes we're still watching the netflix world. movies and and movies that are coming <laughs> to home video but this one's new this one's brand new spanking new and this spanking like, <clears throat> spanking new it's so fresh so hot I mean, this must be the freshest film we watched. It, it's as fresh and <laughs> hot as those um, buns in the Lidl that were frozen for a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about these buns. Ah. <laughs> you know, like Lidl, those those are not like all the pastries and all the breads and everything. That's not that's not actually made there. No, no, no. Yeah, it's frozen and they bake them. Yep. But the they're bacon. good. A lot of people do that in stores, grocery stores. <laughs> not not at Wendy's. <laughs> at Wendy's, all their burgers are fresh and unfrozen. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's little same thing. Dude, quality is their recipe. Dude, dude, dude. So so yeah. <laughs> you were talking about Papa John's for some reason on the That's chat. Right. That's right. I was talking Jake, about Papa what was this about Papa John's? I don't even well, I don't even know what Papa John's is. I'm not okay. American. Well I'll explain. So in the States there's kind of three major pizza chains. 
you have the actually Papa John explained this, which three. was interesting. I mean, this is common knowledge, but it was interesting. You have the, the three the three top chains are Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's. So you've heard oh, of pizza, pizza Hut, pizza, pizza, fast food pizza, right? Yeah, fast food pizza, exactly. You've heard of Pizza Hut, right? We have Dom- Pizza Hut here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course, we went together in, in Slovakia yep. and Pizza Hut, to Pizza Hut. Uh, Domino's you also have in Slovakia. Yes, yes. Evidently, Domino's is coming here. Uh, it was supposed which to come is this ridiculous. Spring, but the coronavirus which is Croatia. stopped it. Croatia, yeah. right? Croatia. Yeah. I live in Slovakia. We have we have Cro- Domino's and Pizza Hut. We you are, are rich. superior. <laughs> we are superior in our fast food chains. <laughs> and and apparently, uh, Domino's is supposed to come to Croatia this spring, but I guess coronavirus stopped it. Oh, which yes. is interesting. No, no pizza for you. And then the third is Papa John's. <laughs> um, personally, I like them all fairly equally. I think they mm-hmm. all have different things to offer. Some people hate on one of them or all of them. Oh, I know. Um, but honestly, you I do, think... There's a specific person who hates them all? I don't know. No, no, no. There's a lot of people and there's people who are very I think you have to understand, Tim, if you go to the States and you spend a, a while there, you'll notice many people who just don't like, like, you know, they just don't like being in America. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like, I understand, like, we, you know, like fast food stuff. Like, I, the yeah. only thing I knew when I was a kid was McDonald's and, you know... Right. And then to realize that there's like thousands of them I think across it's interesting. America. Yeah, to me, it's interesting that um, something I've learned to appreciate now living in Europe for a while is that, you know, I think it gets to a point, let's say when you live in a country like the States, you kind of get used to a lot of things. And then I feel mm-hmm. like um, yeah. there there tends to be this like underappreciation of, of chains, for instance, like Pizza or Papa John's, where basically the concept is they took you know, uh, trying to make a decent quality pizza, but on a mass scale, right? For like the same, it's the same fast food concept as McDonald's, right? McDonald's is successful because they're consistent in their product, right? And they put a lot of sugar and salt and people get addicted. Now, (laughs) the context is, right, within the context is, let's say, a Papa John's pizza the best pizza ever? No, but the idea is that it's like a fairly inexpensive pizza Mm -hmm. that's made quick, fresh and it's going to be consistent every time and i just feel like it's really strange how much money people... did they spend on but i would assume <laughs> yeah, i wish oh, yeah, yeah how much i, I really... wish they but gave I... me money but i would assume <laughs> if you <laughs> ask someone they'd be like oh you know papa john's is the way to go papa um, is my papa you know like they, they would <laughs> could, someone could, pick. could be all i'm saying probably... is that fast food is, is 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 to me makes more sense if you put it into the context of like why you're eating fast food and why it exists because if you're gonna like shit on fast food then it's like um, then you don't have to eat it. I mean, it's not, it's a free country. Yeah, it's true, but it's also bad for you. You know, yes, I, like, I know. yeah, that's why, that's why people shit on fast food. I don't think they have like, you know. I'm just saying just that concerned. it doesn't hurt to be <laughs> okay. a bit specific in your opinion. <laughs> anyway, so what, what's Papa John's? What, do you guys want to talk about Papa John's or no? No, you mentioned Papa John's <laughs> You're the, the one who started with Papa John's. Well, you talked about Papa John's. That it was a fairly interesting interview. He was on the H3 podcast. Phil probably knows mm-hmm. more about those guys. Yeah, Ethan H three Hila Hila. I didn't. I don't like the the <laughs> hear me on a tiny little podcast uh, shitting on a really popular. But I'm just personally, I don't like the vibe of the podcast. I try to listen to it once, and I got really bored. So <laughs> I, 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 I once listened to, listened to Phil link me to this like history of like Ethan Hila. Is it Hila Phil or no? Yeah, Hila, right? Hila, Ethan and Hila, Hila, they had, Hila, where they talked about how they met and like their backstory, and that was actually super fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I knew nothing about the show, and I watched that series, and that was super interesting. But then, yeah, I kind of agree with you, Tim. Like, I would then listen to some episodes, 
And I guess it's just not my style, my vibe. Um, Papa sure. John! Well, I don't know what, what to tell you guys, except that it was a fairly interesting interview with Papa. You said you felt sorry yes. for Papa John. That's why I went to look up on the internet who Papa John is. Why did you feel sorry for him? That was the interview. <laughs> uh, nothing. I mean, I don't know how controversial or not controversial Papa John's story very. is right now. Is it very? Yeah. Um, I mean, not controversial. I think it's just... Uh, but no, listen, he guys, did, he did more than that. Okay, well, I don't know much. That's all I know. All I wanted to say was that the interview that I watched with him was very interesting, and it was interesting to hear his um, like perspective on what it was like, like to run the company, and then all the people in the company that turned against him, and all this stuff. It was very fascinating. It here's, here's the thing: like I, I looked into it, and it just. I don't know. I can't feel really so. I can't really feel sorry for the guy. It doesn't seem like people turn against him. I, think I don't know. Just... I don't know, man. I, I guess watch the look again. I have no clue what I'm talking about. Just go watch the interview. It's interesting. That's all I'm saying to get a different perspective from the man himself versus like reading about him. So, so let's get down to the facts. If, do you know anything about Papa John's controversy, Phil? Just that he said the N word once. Well, before that, he was basically. So you know the. The footballers uh, protesting and taking the knee. Remember mm-hmm. that? Whole oh, thing? the knee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. So Papa John's is like the biggest sponsor of those games. And then he publicly said like, oh, you know, why are you, why are you doing that? Just do your job so everyone can get paid. And he was just like, you know, crapping on that whole thing. So that was his first, you know, bad thing. And then ah. he said the N-word on a conference call. He called someone uh, the N-word. He, he didn't. And, uh, he didn't call someone the N-word. That's the thing. That's what I want to tell you that's interesting about the interview. Is that okay, really? so what does he say? What is he explained, side of the story? He, he explained that, that basically what happened, there's a whole backstory, though, of how the what the phone call was. But basically, this is his take, was that uh, he was kind of blindsided with a meeting that was set up without his knowledge. And he said that the meeting was very positive and there was nothing wrong that went in the meeting. It was just like a meeting about like race policy and like how they you know, deal with racism within Papa John's corporate world and advertising and all that stuff. I love this okay. pizza. And he was, he was talking about, he had a meeting for like an hour with him very positively. And then he, okay, well, obviously he used like the N-word as like a reference saying like, I would never use the N-word, right? So he wasn't like calling anyone that, but he was like referencing it, right? But he was saying it, which was his mistake. Oh. Instead of saying the N-word, he actually used the word saying like, I would never say that. Neanderthals, Neolithic. Okay, so yeah. here's here's what he said. Uh, I'm looking at the transcript. Yeah. On the May call, I uh, was asked how he would distance himself from racist groups online. He responded by downplaying the significance of his NFL statement. That was the one we were talking about before. Colonel Sanders called blacks the N-word. Mm-hmm. Papa John said. Before complaining, Sanders never played. So he said, you know, Colonel Sanders yeah. was being racist. And um, But then again, if you... On a conference call with yeah, uh, running just laughing because we're talking all, all about fast food. All I'm trying to say is this, is that, I again, I don't know who's right in this story, and I'm not claiming to know that, but I'm just saying that it's worth kind of checking out the background, and it's interesting to hear from him, you know, and I'm just saying that based on, like, a little bit of experience with, like, how it can get so complicated in these corporate worlds, and when you're someone, like, who's a founder and who's run a company for so long... I'm just saying it's very, it's not unlikely that someone with inside is trying to, going to try to take you down. 
to be able to, you know, supersede you and take control of your company. That's all I'm saying. And so yeah. his his case was that they used something very, you know, I'm just not, not trying to say minor, but in the sense like they're using something very like out of context in order to make it into something huge, in order for the press to, let's say, paint him in a different picture versus letting him speak for himself, for instance. And I'm just yeah. saying that that stuff so you're sounds saying very that plausible. They, yeah, so you're saying that they extracted right. what he said. Yeah. And he they said, used yes. that situation. But what I'm saying is that they probably have a reason. I don't think if 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 he's just there as a founder and he's not really running things, like why would they get rid of stuff. Papa John? Not anymore. He was though before. But he's he's okay, so he's there, but like I'm just thinking like what how did Papa John's change after he was fired? Like probably nothing. What he probably was he, you know, like, he, like, like the I'm, quality I'm just of saying, the pizza, the business? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> he well, did eat forty too, pizzas though. to prove but that's, that, but that's that interesting. the pizza's that's gone wrong. I wanted to say what the, <laughs> the, the interview is interesting because he was reviewing pizzas on the show. And what, what kind of this guy's crazy? They probably they they I I like I'm, I'm I didn't watch the interview, so I don't know. I'm just looking at like a kind of like just the news. Like Ethan, like, Ethan bought like eight pizzas from different Papa John's restaurants, and he had this, <laughs> he was showing how the quality has changed. What? Because Papa John left. How is one man, like, trust me, working in a giant corporation, whoever's the founder has no control over these pizzas, let me say that. And you know what, like, I just, I just feel like I don't, like, this man is worth, like, $1 billion after he got fired. I just don't feel sorry for a man who's like, you know, like, dude. But, I mean, that's a weird way to frame it, though, because, like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just trying to see, like, a different side of it. Because I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not making any claims on who's right. I'm just yeah. saying that it sounds like I just don't like, in general, nothing to do with Papa John's. I don't like <laughs> the notion that people can, uh, you know, misconstrue, misconstrue what you're saying or who you are and stuff like that without, with, like, shutting you out without letting you speak for yourself. Like, I'm very against that. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Like using the situation to kind of... Right. And then, so if it gets very complex, and I hate when then something comes up into the media or online, and people just get misinformation. Like, I just hate misinformation. So, like, yeah. if he is a terrible guy or something, good. I hope that's found out. But if he's not, and if he's telling the truth, I want that to be found out too, you know? That's yeah. all I'm saying. And I can see how it's frustrating. Like, if he's telling the truth, I can see how frustrating it is for a guy who, let's say, you know, from what I could see, it didn't see, you know, it doesn't seem like he's just a guy who's just about the money and he's just happy being rich. Like, it sounded like he really was into pizza and he, he was into the brand <laughs> and into the company he started and stuff like that. And I think there really are people out there who are. So I'm just saying that, you know, it's worth, like, you know, seeing, you know. But then again, this all turns into legal stuff and who knows what will happen in the end. I'm curious. Yeah, though. so you're saying that they extracted their his sentences mm. and then changed it. It was See, an extraction. It took me a se- yeah, it was like an extraction. Like well, just in ex- the end, he still used the N word, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? You Tim, gotta Tim, watch an out. Extraction. Tim, oh, uh, no. I, I am behind. <laughs> Tim, I can't believe it. Tim. It took me twice. I was too into Tim the Papa John times. thing. It's too much. I was too in. We should talk about, we should stop talking about Papa John. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, like, what was this sound, all about? I don't, I don't know. know. Papa John Jake brought Chronicles. it up. And I just, I just, I, was, I, was, I didn't know nothing. I didn't even know what Papa John is. That was good. That was an interesting, uh, interesting statement. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, tell us what you guys think about <laughs> Big Papa, Papa John. Papa John. Is he racist or is he not? Is he not? Phone in to 800. And has the pizza changed since Papa John has left? These are the big questions. I'm not one to 
talk because I haven't had Papa John's in yeah, 10 years. Makes me sad. Mm-hmm. I would love to <laughs> you will you even remember what would it taste? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like will ago? I? <laughs> or was it natural progression that the pizza changed? I mean, as long the as change. So what I what I loved about Papa John's is that they always <laughs> added. I'm supposed to keep going. They, go on. they always had a a you know a pepper in there. That's right. You remember that? The pepper yeah. and they had garlic sauce. Ooh, that's correct. It was good. It was good. Good stuff. If I, they I've changed that, the... then it's all out. <laughs> we're done. Uh, we, yeah, we're you done. guys no should more. give me a tour of like American fast food. Like, when I hear about go. it or oh, talk about it, it's, so... just, it's just making me like, what my, a disaster. my belly hurt. Just like, <laughs> just even Oh, your belly will hurt. Don't worry. <laughs> but your body can take it. I looked at this. I looked at this. No, I can't. It shouldn't. And it shouldn't. I was looking at the fast food, like restaurants, like the history. Yeah. And the oldest, uh, like fast food uh, chain in in America is White Castle, and I looked at their White menu. Castle. Okay, I was like, so what dude, the White hell Castle is this? Oh, it's so gross. Okay, gross. so White Castle, yes, White Castle. I yeah. tried it like a few times, and I couldn't take it. I couldn't take I it. Couldn't my body couldn't take, take my, it. My body couldn't take it either. Because the weird thing is, it sounds like okay. Basically, they're like little yeah. sliders, and it's supposed to be like um, right meat patty yeah. and uh, onions, onions on like these small buns. And the idea, the concept was that. This was like really fast to make. You can make a bunch of these. Slides. At the time, really it was probably like more slap economical. It. Probably, slap it together. Fifties, yeah. exactly. booming. But dude, I remember <laughs> stuff in sliders a couple it. of times. You know how it was like nasty and greasy, and like all it was is like this, this uh, almost like uh, disintegrating meat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I just <laughs> looked at the try picture. It, it just looks so sad. Yeah. And you know what? You can. I was looking at the at their menu. <laughs> and you can get oh, really? like a, you can get like a bag of those sliders which is which is yeah, yeah, weird yeah. which it's is crazy. weird which which is a weird thing but yeah so whatever anyway, guys, let's uh, extraction extraction yeah. who ba, wants ba, to ba, recap ba. extraction and tell us when did it come out well it's not a 2019 film so no, no, we're, no. that's nope. good 2020 okay who's, 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 doing the, who's doing the recap not me you Should are you're the boss I'm the boss you're okay, the, so. the boss you're the extraction master boom extraction what is Extraction about? So our main character is played by Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth gained fame from being in the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah, um, you, could, you could fairly say that. Say that was yeah, his he, big breakout role. His big breakout role. Um, yeah, he played Captain America. The movie exactly. follows <laughs> a mercenary man, played by Chris Hemsworth, taking on a mission to save a captured son of a drug lord uh, in Bangladesh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bangladesh. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's character take this, takes this up because, you know, he wants the he money, but he's also, he's really, you know, in a horrible place. Uh, right he's, he's a, it's going really rough for him, you know. The beginning of the film hints that he has some kind of a, some kind of family missing. Perhaps oh. a child, a wife. Something's troubled right. past, blurry images. Yeah. yeah, troubled past, blurry images. So he takes up this mission, and uh, it's you know you think that this extraction is going to go very simply, very easily, right? That the mercenary is going to save this kid, get paid, boom. Not so fast. Lots of things so happen fast. in between. That throws the mission awry, and awry. Uh, no one knows what's going to happen or what to do. Catcher in the rye. At no the end, knows. Chris Hemsworth's character is faced with the decision of whether he should. Bail, leave the kid, or save the kid. He can't bail because his last name is Rake. Extraction. <laughs> and so really, at the end of the day, the movie is, uh, uh, is an action-packed 
nonstop. <laughs> you gonna say thrill ride? I like, like say thrill ride. Yeah, I like how I like when we're pitching it. No, but what I wanted to say was that that's going my, back in the nineties. That's my plot. My plot. What do you, how do you think I did? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty it's, good. It's pretty good. That's pretty much the plot. Yeah, yeah. That's the plot. I'm the know? worst at this. Still. Uh, yeah, you'd be so talking about the first scene probably by the, this point, <laughs> right after the, yeah, after the opening. And shot. then he jumps into the water, but <laughs> the CGI God, I like, I like how wasn't the splash. So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you saw. You noticed the CG splash. Yeah, the CG splash was hilarious. Yeah. All right. So extraction, baby. One thing that the most interesting aspect of this movie that I found was that it was mostly action, not very much mm-hmm. dialogue. No. I found that quite interesting. What do you You found think? that quite interesting. I didn't yeah. notice that actually. Huh. You were like you were looking looking for dialogue. Well, okay, let's Jake, no, Jake. I wasn't looking for dialogue. I was just like I didn't notice it was that quiet like without it was loud. It's a loud movie. But. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Jacob. Jacob. So, yeah, so Jacob, yeah, yeah. when he was a young lad, mm. eleven, twelve year old, he was action man, Jake, as we called him. I was an action man. He used to oh, wear combat boots. Um, some yeah, he did. Pumps. I, I used to go um, with my dad. We used to visit this sort of like um, adventure shop. At one point, we lived in uh, near Vienna, Austria, for a time, and I remember we would go. I would ask my dad every time we were at the mall or once in a while to go visit this this sort of adventure shop. Mm-hmm. And I remember that actually I, I always had some kind of uh, interest in like weapons Knives and things and like that. Knives and combat. And I remember Modern we, used to, we used to get like, um, he used to sometimes buy me like BB gun uh, replicas. Mm-hmm. Which oh, were yeah. pretty cool because they looked identical to like <laughs> actual Real gun guns. <laughs> to, to a child's of mine. <laughs> to a child's mine, it's amazing. And I was like, this is so yeah. cool. And so I had a couple of like pistols and stuff like that. And yeah, you're right. I did wear those military boots, right? What but did you funny, like? Yeah, you what, did. What did you talk to your parents about? Like, was the day we go like, children, why do you have so many guns? Or was like, oh, the, kids play. The funny thing is that I wasn't like into the military or something like that. I just... Yeah, it's not like you wanted to join the military or anything. It's not like you wanted to call, uh, you know, some people racial slurs on the conference call. (laughs) Not what I wanted to do. But what I did like was I was very much into action heroes in movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in movies, yeah, fiction. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for pointing that out, fiction. What did did action heroes mean to you? Um, I guess like it was... uh, I'm having trouble like pinpointing sort of the, the main characters, but think of like sort of in the vein of Rick O'Connell from <laughs> The Mummy. Oh, man. Sort of like that. Oh, okay. I was thinking cool like Commando guys. in your mind, but I guess you're thinking... No, Commando's like, cool too. Commando's, Commando's cool, cool too. but I think... Yeah, but I think that Commando, like John Matrix was just too OP, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Like he, he didn't have like a, like a flair, like a personality flair. He was more just mm-hmm. like, I have to save the girl. You know, I, I can smell the wind. I loved Arnold movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies too, but I, I think I liked more of the storylines that weren't so military-centric, but were more like, you know, this guy who trained hard and he had mm-hmm. to, you know, do a mission or something. And he, yeah, he, yeah. And he had like, like, I just love, so fascinated with like the scenes in, I remember The Mummy, or was it The Mummy 2? I can't remember. But like, you know, Rick O'Connell. <laughs> like oxymorons like flying everywhere. No, continue. Yeah, Rick O'Connell like, you know, rolls out like this sheet of weapons. And I was just like, so cool. Ah, yeah. He has guns for uh-huh. everything. And then I loved like, you know, sequences. <laughs> like, remember, it's where you are. For every situation. Yeah, like Commando was a good example. Every where, social like, situation. When they go to, and they break into that army surplus shop, remember? Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like taking all these different things. And to me, that was like, 
amazing it's like, <laughs> to pick all these different weapons and it's like you know everything has its own purpose and then they had that sequence remember in commando where it's like dun, 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 and he's like zips up the thing the best and oh he's packing he's going for a little boat ride yeah he's everything and I was just like this is so cool and so that's kind of yeah, cool that's the stuff what, I was into. And it wasn't it wasn't just uh, modern warfare. I remember in Lord of the Rings, you loved mm. all of Aragorn's accessories, yeah, like his little knife and yeah. his sword. Dude, I love that stuff. That was amazing. And I remember I got it for Christmas. Such a cool present. I didn't even know they... I, I forgot that this book was published. It was called like um, Weapons of Middle Earth or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a really cool book um, that was like an encyclopedia of the weapons that were designed and crafted for the films, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And you could list through and they would go through the chain mails and the swords and they would talk about the history of the swords and the books and, you know, the craftsmanship and the size. And I remember like being super fascinated at the fact that Aragorn's um, Narsil sword, uh, is it Narsil? Anduril. It was later called Underil, yeah, in the film. Dude, that sword is five, like over five feet. Uh, let me tell you that in centimeters. Uh, about <laughs> 150 centimeters uh, tall, that sword. Mm-hmm. Do you know how that's huge? Imagine, <laughs> imagine killing. I'm yeah. trying to, try, try to get someone sword. with that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, what about tripping amazing. over that sword when you're running? And then I remember so were you learning... interested in like the like historically accuracy practicality or it was just like cool shit no no cool cool shit but like cool also shit. specific for like uh, the <laughs> characters in the movies because there had mm-hmm. to be that aspect of like you know heroism and against all odds you know so you weren't yeah, interested yeah, yeah, in the yeah, bad yeah. guys arsenal it was just the no, good guys no, guns no, 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 no. no not just really good yeah. guys and that's just why i also guys. spent a, a lot of my days as a as a 11 year old um you know fighting invisible orcs and stuff in the backyard <laughs> i had i had um I had like, we used to make these fake lightsabers mm-hmm. from like uh, like a stick, but not like a stick, like a branch, but like an actual wooden um, cir- sphere. Polished circular. wooden stick. Polished yeah. with like a, like like a broom you, handle. If you ever, the yeah, yeah, like a broom handle, exactly. Like if you ever watched the making of Star Wars, they use similar things, mm-hmm. but not wood, but metal. And we would make these like fake lightsabers for our movies. And I was pretty good. Actually. I was super into that at some point. And yeah, I, I just remember vividly, I would sometimes even just completely go off into my imagination and pretend I was like Aragorn fighting off a swarm of orcs by myself. So that's <laughs> something if you didn't know. So you into so like, fun. like, like, um, <laughs> you were like forcing justice upon the foes. Where do you think this comes from? Forcing justice. It's just like you're battling to do, you know, oh, you pre- the, the enemy. You're like the enemy is coming, and I must yeah, protect. Yeah, I must defend. Yeah, Gondor. exactly. You know, and it's like schling, where is this coming from? Do you think, child? Where, where does this fighting where does it come from? Yeah, what, mean, do you, what do you think? Want... The justice, the justice fighting. Um, I guess just classic good versus evil. But I think it was also just the feeling of, you know, I was always Triumph. attracted to in movies when characters have to go through a huge struggle, and they mm-hmm. kind of go against all odds. And, you know, yeah. it's, that, it's that look of, like, the action hero. It's similar to, to, to this, where, like, remember at the end, the character is, like, totally, like, beaten up, mm-hmm. bloodied, rough, but they, like, they, they did it. Like, they made it through the adventure. Yeah. Yes. A turn of the heart. So just a script. I don't know what the origin of that is, but that was something the, I was very So if this movie came out in 2003 mind. and you yeah. watched it, I think you'd probably like it a lot. Probably, this would be yeah. a very different movie if it came out in 2003. I don't think oh, anyone... Okay. Yeah, when yeah, did, yeah. okay, when did the raid come out, Phil? Because 2011. Like, the raid? 
Because every movie like this or John Wick, all I can think about is The Raid. Because I think that movie really I need to changed. see The Raid. I did not see it yet. You haven't seen... Oh. Jesus. Okay, so listen. I know, man. So The Raid, basically any... You know, like in um, how this movie is shot and how the action choreography is, is, is portrayed. Like that yeah. close combat... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shooting and fighting while you can clearly see it's not just stunt doubles it's actually yeah um, the actors but that's doing kind the of, choreography that's the, uh, what I was thinking of is John Wick when I was watching but John Wick is like, inspired oh, John Wickish right oh, so it's the raid so the raid is the beginning uh-huh, of it all. Okay. It's the, the raid is the beginning because in, in the long shots and where you can like if you were like a filmmaker and then you just look at it and you're like in Marvel like how did they do this like you can go back and look Oh, like the choreography, like, okay, this guy falls here, then, you know, he disappeared. Like, it's it's all kind of in there. And mm-hmm. there's like a really long shot here. I think the director yeah, I, I, of this I was movie... I was looking at the long shot. The director of the movie is a stunt Sam Hardgrove? Yep. He was a stunt <laughs> double, and then he was a stunt coordinator. Mm-hmm. And you know that for that long shot in the, the car chase? Yeah. When they're going through the city? Like, he yeah. was... It's a long take, and you're like thinking, like, what's happening? The dude was trapped to the car and just filming the whole thing. The actual director. Huh. Really? So it was actually in the car and it was actually moving. He was trapped in the car. He wasn't in the car. That's amazing. I actually really thought that was cool. How was he strapped in the car? I mean, not in the car. belted and stuff. Uh, probably. He's just like tied to it, you know, but he's flailing around. He's not within protection of the car. So what do you guys think? I thought that that oh. sequence mm-hmm. with the car chase was actually mm-hmm. a surprisingly uh, interesting way of shooting a car chase. I guess so, but like for me, look, I'm gonna tell you, like overall, okay. this film Extraction, mm-hmm. it, was, it was all right. It was all right. It's an all right movie. That's kind of my. Well, is it is it all right? Like I'm not impressed. Or is it all right? It's it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 okay. It, to me, it feels like a movie that I probably would have kind of been interested in watching on the side if it was on TV. You know, ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's on TV. I'll I'll, I'll keep watching. I'll keep watching. Or it's this is gonna sound. Kind of demeaning, but like, you know, airline movie. Okay, you know, and then you watch it. And you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, these are that, that's the kind of movie that I feel this is. You know, it's there's nothing mm-hmm. that is, there's nothing groundbreaking about it. There's the the story uh-huh. isn't, you know, it's not elevated. It's not. Uh, there's nothing that I haven't seen before. But I mean, it's made okay. How do you feel about the violence? Because it was a little bit more brutal than John Wick, I if know. I remember correctly. Mm. Like Similar. John Wick's like, more... he's like kicking ass, but you never really get to see the grimy details. There's a few shots in here where it's true, like, true. It's pretty, pretty brutal. There, there was one I remember with the, the rake and the eyes where I was just like, oh, <gasps> what about the guy when he slashes <laughs> his eyes? throat? I think that was bad too. Yeah. The rake. Remember where he, he pushes the guy's yeah. eyes into the rake. Well, his last name is. Rake. Oh yeah. 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 It's always uh, th- those, uh, those, those moments are always the, you know, like when you get the eyes or something that you're familiar with and you know, that's going to be painful. You always go, Argh. but you didn't get yeah. to see that. But there's one, one shot when he's like, he's like, he puts, he stabs a guy in the throat a few times and he just cuts it open and you can actually see that one. Do you remember yeah. that? Like it's in the uh, streets, no, I don't remember, but it was close oh, your eyes. These things go, go by really close fast. Dude, there's a lot of violence against children in this movie. And I was, uh, really? <laughs> Did Did you that's right. That's what I wanted film? to say. Chris Hemsworth beats up children. Not not only okay. So it starts off. Oh, with okay. There are yeah. There is the main dude's yeah, yeah, yeah. friend gets shot in the face, and we're like, okay, is this going to be this kind of okay. movie? Yeah, that's that true. was that was. The then thing. the fat henchman throws off another kid off. That the, was, that's off right. The he just threw yeah. him off the building. And then Hemsworth is bitch slapping a bunch of kids in the. <laughs> I was that like, was okay. rad. 
I was like, okay. I mean, I get it. It's. I think it just. I don't know why it felt so weird. I guess we didn't see that in a while. And yeah, I was just like, I, I, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was, what do you guys? What do you? What do you? What do you I mean, the thing is, like, he yeah, didn't. Man. He didn't kill them. Uh, yeah, that's what he didn't. Yeah, but he's he the good guy. He didn't. Yeah. He just, oh, he's the good. Jacob would approve. From yeah, Jacob would approve. Yeah. But he did brutally. Like he threw a bunch but, of those really? kids. Like maybe those kids. those kids. Are, those kids are, are aiming to kill, man. I, I, like I know. The teenage kids who were like after they, him? they attacked him in front of the van, remember? And he was. Yeah, you watched this film, Jacob. <laughs> are you lying? <laughs> yes. You liar. What to do today? <laughs> today? From I watched five, it like three days ago. No, from <laughs> six to eight o'clock. So the bunch of kids, like the main. The I remember, main, dude, the, the kids come in in the, in the alleyway. And yes. He's like, oh shit. And then he throws tear gas at them. And he starts, he starts like throwing he slaps them around. Them. Like he, he slaps one of the guys, but the rest he just throws around like do? against. I'm just, I'm just saying, like I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that, like I mean, the point I think was that he was not going to kill them, and he wasn't like torturing them or anything. He was I'm, just I'm not, escape. I'm not attacking him for attacking children. I just oh. thought that <laughs> he hits a few of them. Like if that was real life, that kid would probably die. Mm-hmm. Like he literally throws one of them against a the car. I, okay. I don't know. I feel like. I have a body of a child, probably. <laughs> I'm not muscly and, 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 and ripped and strong like Kerms. I'd probably die from that. Could be. Could be. Could be. Dude, this thawing Audience, if you, if you know the physicality of the human child or the human young adult, would they be able to survive getting bashed into the head from a car window? If you're a doctor, yeah, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> I want to say... We will Tim. read your, your, your oh, no. messages. What's Tim, up? Uh, what what did you what did you think? What are, what are your impressions of what having building up children? I uh I think it, like same similar to Phil. It's all right, but it's more positive. Like all right, okay, I'll take that. I mean, I yeah. don't I don't mind an action movie if it's done well. You know, the plot always in these movies is it's not the strongest part. I mean, it's it's written by one of the Endgame boys, Joe um, Russo. Joe Russo. But I think the clever bit with the arch net, the other guy who was who paid yeah, them the to other extraction guy. and then he's like he he gets the dragon ball z treatment you know he's he's good guy but he's bad but now he's good with them i think that was good yeah, i think yeah, that was a good yeah. introduction like, i was look man when up. he was talking to his family over the phone yeah i'm like don't mm-hmm. do it don't do it don't talk you know what you're doing you're jinxing it man don't jinx it <laughs> you're gonna die <laughs> you're gonna true, die true. and i, I was knew, like I no please die. don't die so it would have been so great if he did a couple of things that i like i think i agree more with tim in a sense, I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. I, I honestly thought I was going to be, like, a little bit bored of the movie. Mm-hmm. I really thought I was. But surprisingly, I, Honestly, at, the, at, like, the first 15 minutes, I was kind of like, okay, let's, let's get, you know, it felt I have really to say, surprisingly, to I was pretty, I was invested. I was watching the movie all the way through, and I was, was interested in what was going on. And partly because I think that the movie did something well in terms of being an action film. I think that it mm-hmm. picked what it wanted to be. And it was very, very clear. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. It just went. You know what? Let's just go full on action film. And like I said, seventy five percent of the movie is pure, just like you know, action, pure chasing, <laughs> shooting, all this stuff, which I think is 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 perfectly fine if you're going to go for that. Uh, towards the end, then it goes a little a little sentimental. But then again, I think that this this uh, the plot of the film is intentionally simple to kind of wrap things up as a sort of you know. You could say it's like the the kind of um, um, student film like model where you have like a concept and then you just kind of have a couple of elements and then you just sort of wrap all that up 
and then finish it. It's like a little finished movie. It's a it's a small story, which I think is a cool thing for an action film. They didn't they didn't go too far. They didn't want to do something mm-hmm. that was you know silly. Like for instance, a great example would be to compare it to Triple Frontier that we watched. <laughs> Like that's all over the place. Like what was happening there? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. That was, that, was, that was weird. That was like, like a the, trip I, looking back. I can't like even think of what the mood of that movie was. This one had a pretty, I think like it has that classic trope of, you know, like even Commando, you know, the I'm done with this. I'm living. Mm-hmm. Well, Commando was happy. <laughs> this one guy wasn't happy. No. Living, living, you know, the helicopter alive. comes, mission calls. And he's like, I got to do it. I think but, but, but wouldn't you guys agree that they, they, they at least it's executed very simply and effectively? Like you said, it's not like the most amazing no, film, but it, but it's it's pretty. Like if you're into that and you're you're interested in something like that, I think it hits all the yeah, points. Yeah, no, well. it's fun. Yeah, even the cheesy like, plot was solid. The action was yeah. like amazing. I, I think what me to me like if if you compare it to John Wick, I think what to me was missing a little bit of mm. less seriousness, not in the drama, but less seriousness in. The approach, I think Chris Hemworth could have pulled off a little bit more comedy because he's actually amazing at comedy. True. But I'm just like, not like, you know, Marvel quip quips. I'm just not taking yourself seriously. Like, you know, with John Wick with the whole dog thing, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's a funny concept. It's it's sad of what happens to his wife and and you feel the emotion. Mm -hmm. But in the end, he goes killing people because of a car and a dog, you know. Yeah. It's it's the it's yeah, but that's like the last straw in that movie, and it, it's that's weird what I'm that, saying. Yeah. It's weird yeah. that on the internet people kind of extract extract it yeah. to um yeah. It's what it, it's meant what the dog meant, and and you have the weight of of you know his life, kind of you know pushing it over the edge, and it it, it it's it's everything you know within that dog. It's not that he killed the dog, obviously. Yeah. Well, you know, but but you know, but I think just the, the situational stuff. I think that's what made it John Wick like the first one. A little bit more because kind of fits within the simple storyline of an action movie. Because in the end, you just you just want to see the guy kick ass. No, nobody's going there for right. the emotional investment. Not necessarily, you know. You'd rather go watch a drama movie for for a little bit better of that. It just adds a little bit more weight if you put drama in there. So Thank I was you. missing a little bit of that. Like it, but maybe maybe you know a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of like there was a good stuff with the kid and everything, you know. Maybe maybe that would be a little, little some kind of something more with the other action mm-hmm. man with the Indian action man. But that yeah, I mean, cool. yeah, but, the, but that again, guy. Yeah, he was I thought great. it was like a slice. The movie was like a slice. You know, it was like what a little slice, like a slice Pizza? of Papa John. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I wanted to say like a, like instead of it being too broad and trying to encompass like the backstory of the of the the guilt ridden hero and everything, and they just went like, what if we just kind of take a little bit of a sliver. Of what mm-hmm. this world might look like, this mercenary world, and what you know, the, these these missions they're on, and the, the struggles that some of these people end up in, like our main character, and just focused on that. They just took a little snippet of that, and they didn't yeah. have to go too too far with that. And like you said, the, the maybe something more with the kid and stuff like that. But I didn't really think it needed that because the whole point was at the end of the movie to show that like, whoa, these these both people these people are in this weird situation. It's terrible. But there is at the end this human connection, and then at the end yeah, of the story, yeah, it's you know. like it's really like it's a really simple one. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. not that doesn't mean it's exactly. bad. Exactly, no, it's but like in its simplicity, I think there, something could have pushed it over from pretty good to to great. Like True. I love watching rewatching Dread and John Wick all mm-hmm. the time, and it's just there's something there's something a little extra, a little spice extra missing to this movie a that spice, would have flare. made it. 
Because I think, you know, Chris Hemsworth is a great guy. Amazing action. There's a little cinnamon that would have made it like, Mm -hmm. okay. A little little bit of that cinnamon. I'll put this on and I'll just watch, you know, Chris murder some people. Well, what I liked about this, like, let's talk about this. Like, what I liked is the the setting, you know, Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. in India. That was very interesting. Yeah. Was it India? I thought it was India. Yeah. But then it said something Bangladesh. 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 Well, his, his, the kid was from India. Ah, okay. But the other drug lord was from Bangladesh. Who was that guy? Remember the bad guy? It says here, Nikki Khan to rescue Ovi from Dhaka, Bangladesh. Yes. Well, yeah, he he took him to Bangladesh. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Philip, what are you saying? Uh, The the bad guy, Pishta. Pishta bad guy. Pishta bad guy. Wait, the uh, one, uh, the, 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 the luxurious <laughs> man, luxurious, yes, one of the, yes, the luxurious fingers man. of the child. The yeah. yeah. Like, uh, uh, he's just I there, he really. Like he's just like, there. he could have had a little bit more character. He's just like generic. Yeah. Bad man, <laughs> to be honest. And could have the, been like. Then, then, of course, the, you know, the classic. Baba Yaga uh, is coming. You know, the, the classic <laughs> yeah. uh, best buddy from the old war days. Yes, the classic best buddy. <laughs> classic. You betrayed us. <laughs> Everything's like, all good. Here's that some, little... here's some dinner. But then, then the next I always, day. He was always talking about his betrayal. wife, and I'm always thinking, like, this. he doesn't have a wife. Yeah. He's, he's talking about he's talking about Pishta, the arch nemesis. That's uh, his wife. <laughs> fun times. Uh, yeah, he's, he, was, he was a betrayal yeah. miles away. So the entire, the entire movie, I was trying to remember his name, the actor's name. What, the guy uh, from Stranger yeah. Things? Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, David, David uh, Arrow, David uh, <laughs> Bowman, David, something about Arrow, something Archer, David Archer, David, and, <laughs> and I have to open the Wikipedia to check, and it's been two hours after watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Arbor, David Arbor, man, nice. Nice. what yeah, have I done? Arbor. But I think, yeah, you're right, the setting was interesting for a movie like this, um, that seems a little less typical, which is, I guess, interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm I mean, wondering? look, India has a big film industry. That's yeah, true. A little bit more over great. the top than this stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I think it's about but, you know, the same I'm... quality, Tim. Pretty much the same. So. No, the quality is, is even greater. Joking. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. The um the feeling. The, I have I have amazing suggestion for an okay. indie movie. That's my favorite indie movie. I need to look at what's it called. Um I just know the song. Uh <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. what, Slumdog Millionaire? <laughs> no, what? No. <laughs> oh no, Tim. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up the title. But no, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the setting. Like the entire I was watching is like I was thinking the same thing. Like, like this is amazing. Like, um, uh, you know, like it's a different setting. It's a different vibe. It's it's cool. But that's point of view of watching as a white person. I'm just thinking, like, if somebody's watching from their country, maybe they get upset. It's like, oh, I was wondering about that. A white too. man is coming to well, solve their problems. No, it's I was wondering like, about that right. too. Um, but, but, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go. Go. I just want to say, but at the end of the day, what I think helped quite a bit was at towards the end. Remember, you have this, um, you know, connection between the kid and everything mm-hmm. uh, with with him. And I just I don't know. I I didn't think that it was like something too overtly, you know, like negative or anything. Um, to me, just sort of just kind of showed like, hey, man, you know. There's, you know, corruption and all kinds of stuff in the underbelly of cities that goes on. And this is just, again, like some slice of that. No, I, I mean, I'm just like, if you can if you can put yourself in that perspective, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, from that country and everyone, good or bad, is from that country and it's a bad country and everything's mm-hmm. going to shit and there's this poor child who's in, you know, suffering through because all of this and, you know, huge 
white blonde man comes to help okay. him. You know, it's like, yeah, I could, you could take it maybe wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just maybe, thinking in general. I don't know. I think it's just. If anyone, well, if there's India anything that was controversial yeah, about, right wait, if us. there was anything, hey, what? I'm talking to the people, Philip. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. Sorry. Philip, uh, people, if you are from India or Bangladesh or any from that region, do you view this movie as racist? Do you think this movie is Papa John or not? Tell us. <laughs> okay. Wow, okay. Well, in any case, like the what I was reading about the controversy right now is Oh, there is that, controversy. Um, there is controversy. <gasps> Papa John is controversy. This the Papa John's is controversy. controversy. Let's hear. Yeah. <laughs> well, so um Dhaka or mm-hmm. yeah, Dhaka is the um the yeah. area. So a lot of people from there were very upset because oh. the portrayal of the landscape over there they they made it they, they're like they made it look dumpy kind of run down and not okay. so not so okay. great yeah. you know and also they like they were like most of it was just the details like the language mm-hmm. um, the way things were spelled Oh, uh, the, the classic Hollywood errors. Maybe, maybe it wasn't like yeah. really, they were didn't take much care, and they're just like something. No, but it seems. There. But look, honestly, like if I were, see, that's the funny thing. Like if I were from, from no, nah, never mind, forget that. Uh, but most of the, the other than that, I think it doesn't seem to be that. Um, Again, like I don't know. Bad. We can have if someone writes in. We can get a different perspective. But it just to me felt again more of like. Just, you know, taking just like a different context and just going with it for, you know, fiction story wise. I don't think it was making any sort of comments. I know, but that's like, you know, sometimes you can have not the, you can have the right intentions, but it can come off Mm -hmm. as, as, you know, as insensitive. That's, I think that's what the major complaints of that stuff is like. Mm -hmm. You need to sometimes think about, okay, what it, yeah, to you may may seem, because you're white, you know, it may Mm -hmm. seem like a, like a normal thing, but... If you're looking at it from a different perspective, right? I was I just running through my trying, mind. That was what you're trying to it. say is like, let's say if someone would make a movie uh, that's the, not let's the, say the from, weird thing was, yeah, you know, so so, no, so no, no. if in a movie is like in Croatia and it's like this, yeah, this or like no, a great example, three Tim. meter like African man comes and he's like solves all the like, oh, you stop well, eating baklava. I have and a great example like, of this actually. It's perfect. Hey, who said that in this movie? <laughs> uh, there's a movie called Godzilla. That wars or something like that. I think okay. so Final Wars, Godzilla Final Wars. <laughs> beautiful. This song. is a perfect example, Tim, of what you're t- talking about. <laughs> so there is a scene like that's like 30 seconds in that movie where it's like everything happens. This is a Japanese movie. Japanese movie. Oh, yeah. So everything happens in Japan naturally. Yeah. And there's yeah. a scene that cuts to New York. <laughs> <laughs> and the portrayal of New York is so bad. It's unbelievable. It's like it's fantastic. The, the gangsters on the streets of New York dealing drugs and gonna <laughs> bust caps. And it's so bad. It's like you just cringe, look at it, and then it like after thirty seconds it cuts back to Japan and you're like, Okay, oh, good, we're back. <laughs> yeah. And so I think maybe that's something what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, 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 in, yeah, but, in a but the thing sense, is that when I was watching this movie and at the end of the credits, I'm just looking and I'm thinking this has definitely been like a collaboration between a production company in India. Yeah, see? Um, oh, yeah, probably. Like the, the, it was all set co- location. This is a right? co-production probably. because they, yeah, they all, I mean, like they have a big industry there and it's not like they're yeah. unfamiliar with that. And uh, to me, I mean, what yeah. it felt like was it was a great co-production because I think that everybody knows that um, in the United States, that's where the biggest output of the most popular films are. That's mm-hmm. most impactful. And I think it's only a positive that there was a co-production with, that's an, true with an Indian production company, with Indian actors who are all great. And that to me was how I was looking at it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, now they get more exposure. Now more people around the yeah. world will be able to see. Um, you know just the ethics of how you can actually film stuff there too and 
So the that's Indian, how I felt. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you for your opinion, Philip. Here, uh, for the <laughs> I, I just want to say, just, to, fi- yeah, just to find out my final comment is just like I feel like sometimes it you know it's easy to get like wrapped up in like oh is this portraying everything perfectly in the sense of like of course like I'm against when productions <laughs> don't take care and they mess things up like based on culture or language and stuff like that. That's not good because there should be more research done. But at the same time, it's like if you're just doing a movie that's set in a very specific um, theme and a specific um, uh, sort of like, uh, like in this case is dealing with, you know, crime and corruption and, you know, warlords and stuff like that. then it's like, that's all the movie is, is, is set in. It's not like trying to make any statement about Dhaka, you know, for instance, that's how I see it. Uh, to, to understand what you're saying. Okay, so uh, the movie that I wanted to suggest is mm-hmm. an Indian movie called The Fly or mm-hmm. Maki or Aiega. It's one of the wildest rides of, of okay. movie experience I've ever had. Uh, Wait, are you talking about that one that they were talking about on um, uh, the... the, the uh, <laughs> where? The k- k- uh, cabin boys. What are they? I don't know what you're talking about. So corridor so, crew. They were talking about like they were showing like the effects with the fly. Oh, were they? Okay. Yeah. It's it's so basically it's a uh, it was on Netflix like like a couple of years ago. I maybe still is. Um, and we just like oh let's watch like a Bollywood movie and we went to science fiction, and the story is there's this guy is interested in this girl, but um, the, also a mob leader is interested in the girl. And he gets angry because the girl is kind of little bit, tiny, little bit, tiny, tiny, tiny bit leading this other guy, her friend on. So he kills him, but he reincarnates as a fly and then he takes revenge on that guy as oh, a fly. yeah. That's the one. That's the one. And then, and, and we're watching this movie like, okay, it's like weird. It, it feels like a weird, like, like Indian version of like a rom-com because they're mm-hmm. singing and it's like a romantic comedy. Oh, will they get together or not? And all of a sudden, this guy shoots this guy and we're like, what the hell happened? <laughs> And then there's this CGI sequence of like bad 3D as as this this fly is being born and there's this choir singing, Yanni's back, da da, he's back, Yanni's back, <laughs> wow. and the dude flies out and I'm like, what the hell did I just experience? It was amazing. It was amazing. I really wow. recommend watching this movie. It's great, great effects, great storytelling. It's it's the balls. Interesting. Um, yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, what's it called again? Uh, well, there's plenty of names because you know, like translation. I think Aiega is the original one, or The Fly, or on Netflix it was called Maki. Hmm. Maki, yeah, Maki, Maki, Maki. Maki. Well, what I'm afraid of with Bollywood movies is I'm just afraid of the length because I know that some of them can be like five hours long. This wasn't five hour, but I think it was pretty long. I think it's like, it's uh, like three, 134 minutes. It's like two hours. Jeez. Oh, okay, that's, that's not too bad. No, maybe maybe like the big ones, like. But I, I, I haven't watched that many to be honest. So, <laughs> uh, um, oh, the 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 monkey version that was on uh, Netflix. It's a Hindi dubbed version. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, is another thing I was thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, you know, like we talked about earlier, like comedy movies have like poof, died out. Like, comedy is a part of movies. Ah, uh, yes, this not, topic, of course. And then I was thinking when I was watching this movie, like, there's not a lot of action movies either coming out, especially action genre. There's a lot of sci-fi with action. There's a lot of, you know, uh, what's it called? 
hero movie, like superhero movie with action, but action movies are not that, you know, you got, what, what do we had? John Wick and this for the last, you know, years. And I was thinking, like, action movies? yeah. And you know, my, my theory was like, okay, so comedy went to internet. Where did action go? And then I realized one thought I had every time I watch an action movie, I was like, I wish this was actually a game. I could actually do this instead oh. of watching this because it's so boring. Well, yeah. I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Ever since the nineties, three D first person shooter movies, uh, shooter movies, first person shooter <laughs> games came out. And you don't have to look at you know some action man like kick ass. You can actually be the man, right, or woman kicking ass, and it's mm-hmm. much more satisfying. Like watching somebody shoot like a thousand henchmen gets boring after a while. You shooting a thousand henchmen? Mm. If it's done well, yeah. So, I but I still have not played an, a good action game that does that because for me, here's the thing about playing video games. Okay, let's me. talk about you and action games. All right, let's all right. Go. So, one of the things that I want to get out of, like when the endorphins come in, and I'm like, ooh, it's so exciting, and I'm like, <laughs> that excited was like a perfect this game. note. <laughs> ooh. So exciting. I want to I want to play this was when I'm able to control the camera so I can get some epic shots. Phil drives in GTA. Phil drives in GTA in the cinematic mode. What a madman that is. Yeah. That <laughs> he just true. wants to look cool. You should watch Bollywood movies. That's all that is about looking cool. That's how you should looking yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get some inspiration from that for sure. It's like he's driving like, but like, like, look at look how the good thing. I look. And and I want the flow to keep going. So I remember playing um I think what has like I don't remember specifically what I was playing. I was playing some kind of third person game mm-hmm. where you're with swords, and I think it was something with swords or like just <laughs> knocking out enemies with, with, play, with, with, um, with the sword. And the thing I is, night? like, maybe maybe it was that it was something, and I could rotate the camera around, and there was also a way to like zoom in so it looks like it's more cinematic. And I was able to kind of not button mash, but like. I'm able. Oh no, no, no! I think Metal Gear Solid Five, the okay. Phantom Pain. Okay. It, great graphics. You can rotate the camera. Um, there, like within that game, at least there was a certain flow, and it felt natural. So when I was picking up a gun and shooting someone, and then you know, like um, doing a roll, and then uh-huh. hiding underneath, like a, a, a like behind a barrel, and then they're shooting at me, and then I can zoom and go, you know, and do all these things. And for me. I think the flow and feeling that you're actually in an action movie is more important than the re- rep- re- repeated animation and angles that I get from other video games. So I get uh-huh. very bored playing uh, first-person shooter games and stuff like that because it's always the same. You always look mm-hmm. and you can see the people and you can shoot and then you know you reload and it's the same. And But if you can Thank move you. the camera around and then you can put some music or like, it, like yeah. I'm just thinking... Yeah, like there's like or like a third person action game mm-hmm. where I'm just uh, fighting something or or like a bunch of let's say if you had a like a fantasy game where you have a sword and you're just knocking out orcs and stuff like yeah. that instead of the precision of trying to get the right combo mm-hmm. just just you know like the music and the like where the camera is and how it's in rhythm with the music and. <laughs> And just like that gets me excited, you know, like and to be able to combine that, I, I, it's so rare and I never get that. And I don't think anybody really cares because they probably care about the gameplay more. 
I think like God of War is that kind of game. It's like cinematic. Oh, yeah, you, there's yeah, combos yeah. there. Like you might not, you might be. What about you, Jake? What do you, what, what do you look into an action action game as an action man yourself as a past action yes, man? Has action, action man left you? Are you are you still into action? Is that no, action man? Action man has no. been gone many, for many years now. You should, you should maybe years. like try to like look deep inside you and mm. see if action man's <laughs> still, still in there. there, looking at you. Yeah. Jacob, you have forgotten me and my combat boots. Why? Like like uh, Chris Hemsworth. I don't know. I, I don't know what I see in uh, in action games. I think that I am definitely what 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 what, what satisfies you? What it gives you the in as games? Philip? Yeah, yeah. Like in, like you have to probably have taste. Like what mechanics. kind of action? I think honestly, the game mechanics, uh, if done right, that's the most interesting. Like um, like in what way? Like what, the what, which game? Which shooty game or fighty game? Last time you felt like mm, this is Halo One. <laughs> so, so those God kinds of damn games grandpa are, jake this, this, <laughs> what a 20 year old it. game <laughs> but listen the halo one is a great example okay, what were you what, like five <laughs> no that came out we played it together we were playing that like on six, pc tim oh okay sure after yeah. the fact um okay i thought like when it came games? out because it came out 2001 audience there was a time in like 2012 to 2014 yeah. that we were playing halo one online on pc <laughs> okay a lot. I, i'm still gonna be a grandpa if i list the games that i think are fun to play now I mean, no but like specifically action games i'm not we're not talking about games. like yeah like shooting people, hurting grandpa, people, violence. If I'm my grandpa, if I say GTA 5, is that grandpa? No, no, it's, it's, it's fine. That's the little thing. Okay, GTA 5. Um, the thing is like... Yeah, that's um, a seven-year-old game. <laughs> 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 the thing is like with those kinds of games, it really depends because I definitely uh, get more invested in like the story. And so then those mm-hmm. missions become more of like just kind of get through them to, to, to progress, to understand the story. Um, I guess it's it's fun when you have like uh, timed missions that are sort of like you don't know what you necessarily have to do, but you have to figure out on the fly what to do. That's pretty good mechanic, I think, in action games. I hate that. It's you worst. Hate that? I hate oh, the timed, any time thing in a video game. I'm just like, screw this. I left games because of timed events. That's the right. worst. <laughs> you know, like, well, I. Me? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Phil. Well, for me, what I hate the most is uh, quick time events. <laughs> well, I think I think everyone hates everyone, that. Yeah. I, I don't think well, anyone ever like, said I love quick time events. Oh, not just me, that, not just that, but like also like tell me which button anim- to press. Like uh. preset animation for certain combos. You know what I mean? Like when you're, I don't know. I've not played the new Doom games. Right? I don't. Like, I played like, it. I hate. That's the worst. If, if I could turn that off. Because you, oh, tell you have me. to, you mean you mean the animation, right? Where it's yeah, like, like like the like the like uh, fatality animations. Yes, yes, I hate it. It, it takes just, you out of the game. Me... I hate exactly. when every time the camera is taken away from me to show me something. Yeah, I'm like, I don't because it's like, and you have to do them because you get like uh, like health boost and everything from this. So that's why of course play it's a strong. It's a strong move. Yeah, one level and I was done. You know what's the... right? It's exactly Listen, can my I, problem. Can I tell you guys something that you might find what? interesting. Yeah. That uh, in this movie, Extraction, during the sequences that were sort of one takes, mm-hmm. uh, where they were running through the buildings and fighting off uh, these these looking people, oh, no. <laughs> I thought it would be kind of cool because when you mentioned video games and like where mm-hmm. action has gone, that would be kind of a, an amazing sequence to experience on VR, something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 
Uh, like imagine being in that car, right? And you're like either watching a cinematic movie in VR mm -hmm. or playing the game. That's cool because I honestly will admit that those sequences were pretty mm -hmm. intense, I think. And they were pretty intense when you're watching them. You kind of sort of just like wonder, oh man, you know, what's what's around the corner? Might be a cool Dude, VR thing. If you're know, a, a yeah, 3D right, CGI right. person and you want to make a lot of money, make a movie slash game called uh, I Am The... Uh, what's it called? What is, what is that called? I am the, not the victim, the kidnappy, right? And you're playing oh, the role of the the person who's kidnapped and you're just being dragged around. And you're oh, in VR. You great. can't do anything because your hands are tied. You can just look around. Imagine that. That would be a crazy experience. Yeah, and you can look back and you can see the bad guys coming in and yes. running and the, and, the, and the main guy doesn't see him yet and stuff like that. Ooh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's cool. That would be pretty like cool. I, but yeah, um, anyway, going back to what I hate so much about these video games. That, um, <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. I have more to say as well. Yeah, because like, like this is what I don't like. I Like you said, like those preset animations, I don't like them because it doesn't require anything for you to do except watch it and it's always the same thing so what's so fun about that i don't know that's what i'm talking about when i'm saying i want a game where i can i am controlling the movements and it is cool because i know what buttons <laughs> to press cool. so that is the most important my yeah, ping is no, no, big it's, it's and bad just... and i want cool effects <laughs> uh yeah my ping is pretty big and bad it sucks uh, <laughs> 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 um listen wait 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 I also have things to say about video games, and then we can it's move a, on to it's your a, thing, Jake. It's a balancing act of making it look great so it feels like you're in the moment and you're performing these amazing feats of violence, of uh, whatever, like whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But it's... Hugging but it's, puppies, that's, that's what you but, it, but yeah, but it's done within the music and within the how the camera is moving and to make it the coolest looking thing, but you're also uh, progressing in the story and this shows your skill because you had to actually I think what do we it can in a certain way. from this conversation is it seems like all three of us have different things that we are interested in <laughs> uh, when it comes to like playing a video yeah. game. We all look for different things that make it exciting. You know what's crazy? What that, yeah, that's, that's a good uh, observation. It's also crazy that it took like what, like 20, 30 episodes to find something that Phil's passionate about? That's, I'm just amazed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So animated. <laughs> what happened? Uh, no, because this was something I was, I was in the back of my head. I like thriving. I was just, I, there was something about action games that I don't like these days. Like it's hard for me to be engaged in these newer mm -hmm. games. So, I, I other than like, you know, go. I was, Can I finish? I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go. Go. No, I, go. I just wanted to say... Don't it, care about me. No, why no. Was, I'm trying to no, help no. us. I'm trying to help us. I wanted <laughs> no, to say okay. I would suggest that we take a quick song break. Oh. <laughs> okay, no, no. Before I, I finished my thought, and then and we don't talk about video games anymore. We, we, we dropped that. So the reason why I was thinking about this is that what I love about action video games is I hate... When people are like bags and you have to shoot into them a lot, a lot. You brought up Halo One. I tried to play Halo One again. Oh, I hate again. that too. I hate when you have to multiplayer or single player. You have to you have to like load up. What I love is like one shot shotgun, one shot like uh, pistol, one shot uh, headshot. I like games when there's a learning curve. When I have to get good at, but I can yeah. still headshot people. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes, that's awesome. I hate RPG shooters when you have to like, you see the points running out. I'm like, I don't want to be spending five hours just emptying clips into this. This is not, this is not Agent Smith. No, I, I, yeah, want, to, totally. I want to learn like through progression. I don't want to get better weapons. I want to have one weapon and I want to learn the ability yes. to get better. 
Yes. And then the enemies get, you know, harder, but I have the skill now and I can just, and you can hide and one shoot them. And and that's the best game. So if everyone has any suggestions of this kind Um, of game, let me know. Okay. You will, you, you will not play this, but Monster Hunter is exactly that. Okay. Well, I, I, it's the learning curve is really difficult. It's like, it's, it's a steep learning, learning curve. mm -hmm. When I bought the, when I got the first game, a present from a friend, I had no idea what was going on. It's so complicated. But someone actually, you know, showed me exactly what to do. And of course, you can't, like when you're fight. it's all boss fights. So it's like one mm-hmm. big monster and you can fight either alone or with friends, you know, mm-hmm. against this big monster. The The fights last like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Okay. The monster's running around. It's like, you know, attacking you and you start learning the, the monster's uh, movements. And so you can start predicting when it's going to do a certain attack or how much damage it has and the and you honestly don't get better weapons you just learn to be better at fighting these things and that's always really rewarding so i had that kind of feeling with those games that's awesome okay jacob take it away
was a good song. Great song. What, what do you, what do you generally think of the song, Philip? I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, it's a very professionally made song, and I enjoy listening to song. it when I do. What? <laughs> what? There's no what? emotional what? connection. No. There's no nothing. It's just like, oh. I mean, it's, uh, look, I'm, the, I'm not the right guy to... Yeah. Is it, is it groovy? Is it like... No. Is it catchy to you? Do you, do you sing it along sometimes? Or Why are you putting like, me on the spot? This I is am, so because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Because cause I love... I like... You're very I, positive and you're yeah. always encouraging, but I just like to put you on the spot just like to, to find, <laughs> you know, the, the real... All right, well, there's, there's, there is a thing as a personal, like, taste preference, you yes. know? And That's what it sounds like. It's like I... All the songs that you played, like here's the, here's the thing, like all the songs that you played of like that I heard from your favorite bands, you know, that you were playing, they're all great songs, but they're not like no. my preference. Like I wouldn't that's listen okay, to them Philip, other than and that. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's fine. And you so can say that for me. This is the same, but it sounds fantastic. But to me, it's like I I I don't like I. I and you can woo! say that, and you can say that. You can say I don't. Okay. I'm not really fussed about the song. Good job, guys. You can totally no. say that. You don't have to go the. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's a sick song. Yes. <laughs> We've been okay. doing this for like 100 years. It's like there's... there's <laughs> You're no, right. There's no, what are we the gloves are off. <laughs> Who plays this sick song? And I would appreciate it more. Honestly. Sick band. Thank you, Philip. Uh, by the way, okay. is there a song that, that we made that you like? Oslo? Is there anything like that, you know... Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, the Satine one, man. That's so amazing. You told oh, thank me that. You. Yeah, that one's so good. Oh, thank you. I totally. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the one I really like. I like that one a lot. That's like my favorite so far. But look, look, it's 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 all totally good, and 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 honest Meow. opinions are valued here. That's why we want you to write okay. into two fault podcast <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com. Is that what it Wait, is? Do they have a bassist or no? Or do, just no, two? we don't. We don't have a email. Well, you can Instagram. Yeah, just Instagram us. Wow. Yes. Facebook and Instagram. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Like we do. Right, so are we, yeah. we we love this doing this, but it's it, it's nice to have some people. We have some we have some good folks. For some folks we always give shout outs, you know. Yeah. Those Tim, we got Frank. We we got all yeah. sorts of people who always, you know, let us know about the podcast. John really appreciate That's a you, sick actually. song. We really do. Killer killer band, killer song. This is like multi-tier beer. Yeah. There's also a lot yeah, of silent um, listeners that I know of that hint that they listen to every episode. Guys, join, cheers and join the conversation. It, if you have anything to say, if you think we're talking shit here and we're way out of line <laughs> or spreading misinformation, let us know. Like with Phil? <laughs> what, what? No, I will never shut up. We about won't Papa shut up Johns. about Papa John's. We'll always <laughs> talk about fast food controversies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that we know nothing or little killer, about. Killer band, killer song. Um, guys. What? Guys, guys. Big news, big news. This is good. This is really good. Less cows pooping uh, farting. What's up? But if you think about it, uh the lab grown meat is actually yeah, I agree it's a cool oh, no. idea because if you his heart is too small flavor and texture. Space bar. Okay. I mean, why not? I'm I'm for it. So Guys, 
There was an uh, error. Jacob it was probably not responding very well in the last eight minutes of this. Yeah. So in case in case you yeah. hear Jake doing saying absolutely nothing and me re- reacting to ridiculous claims that Jacob was making that I edited yeah. in from older podcast audio, that's why. Because mm-hmm. Jacob's uh, Jacob's had an audio problem. Yeah. Sorry, Our Jacob. very first technical difficulties. But he's oh. good now. You're good now, good right, now. Jake? Hopefully. Maybe I'm silent too. Yeah. Who knows? Say something so, that people will give you proof that you're actually real and not. Yeah. Uh, I am a human being. Say something like a grandpa. Uh, I just, you know, love to eat avocado. No, no. See, this is this thing. is worse. This is worse. No, just say Peter Piper picked the pebbles. Peter Pepper picked the Piper Peppers. That's, I can't even repeat that. Peter Piper. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't helping. No, okay. Big okay. news. Big yeah, news. yeah, let's go. Okay, what's the big news? Big news. Big news. It's big news about the podcast. That's big, really bad to the news. podcast. It's big bad news related to me as a personal level. Really? Oh, now you got me interested. Let's Roger go. Deakins has a podcast. <gasps> you scared me, Dan. What'd you say? Roger I Deakins. I thought Roger, Roger Deakins died. <laughs> nope. I thought you said he Roger will never Deakins die. is okay. coming to the podcast. Oh, man. No, that'll be amazing. Well, uh, yeah, I lose the, you know, my... Honestly, like, uh, even if he no, was in listen. the podcast, I don't know what I would talk well, to him Well, we could just about. send him pictures and be like, what do you think of this lighting? Good? <laughs> You know, like, like, like yeah. you know, our own photography. Shit, man. Like, well, Shit, the man. Light is on the right yourself? is good. The left, not so much. <laughs> the left, not so good. No, it's just shit. <laughs> it's just, just putting rubbish. You don't need... You just oh, come on. Room. Roger Deacon okay. could be trying to say something nice and notice that everything's yeah. wrong. And then, and <laughs> and then we would, see past... We, we so the podcast is called... Them, you know, like one by one, just like go to 20, and by then he's like, I have to go. Okay, yeah. go on. <laughs> so, the, so the podcast is called uh, Deacon's uh-huh. Team. Uh, the Deacon's crew. I forgot. It's great, Tim. <laughs> great, Tim. Good, good start. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, shows. Um, looking at it right now. It is called. Why can't I see it? Why is my podcast not? Just updated? Google it. Whatever. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, uh, Roger Deacon's podcast. That's all you need to write in, and you'll find it. It's with uh, it's a podcast with him and his wife, hmm. which I didn't even know they were their specific team that he brought her in her in in his DP wow. crew. She kind of does all the managerial stuff, the technical stuff, Whoa. which kind of lets him operate the camera and just think of the creative stuff, and she handles all the all the crazy. So is she like a is, gaffer or something? She was originally a script supervisor, huh. but he kind of made it, they kind of made up a role for her. first. He didn't have a role when they were doing movies together. Well, basically, they got they got together, they got married, and they didn't want to spend time apart. And they didn't, you know, it's kind of like hard to have a relationship. So they were like, "Oh, let's just work." That's together. Cool. I like that. That's and great. There were a lot of stuff that he didn't want to kind of take care of, and she was really good mm. at. And that's a, that's the subject of the second episode. I watched. I re- listened to only two episodes. One is that about sounds beginnings. Really interesting. It's amazing because like. Because Roger Deakins is like a, it's like a really down to earth guy, and he's like they were like talking about like a lot of people are asking you know how to get into the industry. Should you go to a you know as, as a as a cinematographer or director of photography? Should you go to school and study it, or should you just get a AD job and you know just work your way up? And the entire time, Roger's like, I, I don't know, you know. So what's your situation? It's just, I was just really lucky, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the entire time. I like I went with the flow, and I got here at the end. It's just like. Mm. It's like it's very individual. You can't, yeah. you can't really. There's no, there's no cook, recipe cook. to this, you know, kind of stuff. There's no success, and whoever is telling you the recipe success is probably, probably full of shit. Those books, I agree. Like Ten steps to success. <laughs> exactly as being a DP. So it's so far two episodes. Mm-hmm. It's cool. amazing. Um, I've seen some subjects for the next episodes about lenses and things, Ooh, and I'm excited. I am excited too now. That's cool. Um, 
It's great. Tell me more about. Tell me always... where where is this? What's it called? Do you remember now? Tell us. Do you don't you remember? I am. I am uh, this is. I don't have my phone because it's charging, and my stupid podcast app on my computer is not updated. Great. So. Is it called Roger Deakins podcast? Uh, teaches filmmaking, lighting. Let's see what it is. It's called. There we go. It's called Team Deakins. I was Team almost Deakins. Right. Okay. You know that animal from uh, Adventure Time, the that weird leopard who has approximate mm-hmm. knowledge. Of yeah. Everything? That's my spirit animal. I think that's me. I have approximate knowledge of everything. <laughs> nice. I think so. I think yeah. Many of us. Many of us. I think people who already were listening to all these episodes probably gathered. Yeah. Uh, I sound like I do, but I don't actually. I just <laughs> kind of go with the flow. So yeah, two episodes in, I'm loving it. Uh, great, great chemistry between he and his wife, and they and, and I learned so much about like how film sets mm, work. And I want to know things how they are, and what are the like personal kind of experiences of it and it just it grounds the whole thing so good and it just ah, that sounds great i just want to share oh thank you for sharing this tim i had no idea and now i'm gonna go and listen to them while i play minecraft (laughs) that's that's a good plan i need to finish my life i need to finish my observatory because apparently that's all i make in minecraft um I was You're I was making no I wasn't making a lighthouse I was making like a little fortress. And, you know, it was, uh, yeah, sorry. it's mm. still it's still right next like right right across the <laughs> the bay with what Tim's lighthouse. I wanted Minecraft. to say that what made me super what, sad. What? We're talking about Minecraft well, before now? we wrap up. I just want to say what made <laughs> yeah, me we, sad we is that when we played <laughs> Minecraft, I hadn't played Minecraft for like six years or something. Mm-hmm. We had a session with our cousins and stuff, and who are now very into, mm-hmm. very into Minecraft, younger than us, obviously. The kids, Correct. Generation and, uh, Y, or whatever they are. are Zoomers. I was just it. so disappointed in myself that I thought, like, now fresh eyes, I will build magical things. And it turns out I still make the same crap after so many years. Like, I'll make a house. And then I make the house, it's just like a square. And it's like, and it's like, <laughs> Me too. And it's like I'll make a door. And I make a door and it looks so pathetic and sad. And then I look over to the side and my, like, cousin who's like, you know, 14, he's making this giant pantheon from like Greece. Yeah, man. Did you see that pantheon? Yeah. It's like, like amazing. The crap? I was like, how did you do this? And look at my my pathetic little house <laughs> made of like all the same wood blocks. So that's that's what you get for playing Minecraft for 10 plus yeah. years. But we made now. some cool stuff. Dude, that's crazy. Insane. 10 years ago. Late so tune in next time for more itch. conversations on Minecraft <laughs> okay. on the Twofold Podcast. Mm-hmm. I just want to Hopefully say, there'll be a different oh, movie. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Phil, <laughs> yeah. for joining Minecraft us. Minecraft the movie. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. It's Hopefully, it's been an interesting episode. We, t- we actually talked about many different things in this episode, which I find fascinating. Um, and we'll probably talk about more things next. Uh, evidently, Tim is the next <laughs> movie picker, maybe... No, we'll Phil is, but maybe, we'll see if he picks him. anything. I might have to pick for him again. No. <laughs> Stay safe during not the going to Japan this year, so. pandemic, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Surely. Temple. Uh, Bye-bye, everyone. Temple? Oh, yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought of... Uh, not Pop John. It's Extraction. Uh, in our Instagram.
Can you just conflict pause just for one second? I just have to see. Uh, I'll be right back. Give me two minutes. Papa John's calling. <laughs> Papa John's calling Jacob. He's like, Jacob, what have you done, Jacob? What my you pizza. Done? You ate my pizza in slates, and now you go and you talk shit behind my back. Papa's <laughs> always watching. <laughs> I'm watching. Papa's Jacob. always watching. I'm gonna shake that Gracia with the power of Papa John. <laughs> Unlimited power. Papa Palpatine. Palpatine John. That's easy. It is. Yeah. Papa 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 John. Papa John. Yes. Play better. <laughs>